Welcome to the Beyond Mind Show with your host, Christina Winslow. This program offers inspiration, information, and fun. Some topics include brainwave frequencies, raising consciousness, empowerment tools, and discoveries in quantum physics to experience what you really want out of life. And now your host, Christina Winslow. And welcome to the Beyond Mind Show. I'm your host, Christina Winslow. And today we have a very special guest, Dr. Bree Gibbs. And she's coming from a very sacred and fun perspective today about our fall season, honoring the ancestors, honoring our past lives and and traditions and herbs and oils and uh, Dr. Bree Gibbs is a syndicated radio show host. She also has her own healing modality, the breath of life, as well as other spiritual work and classes that she provides. And it's such an honor to have her here today. So welcome to the program, Bree. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And you know what? I'm going to pour me some tea. <laughs> I, have, I love it. Have it. Hey, that, that's the theme of today's show. It's October. We, you know, it we're is. right on the cusp of uh, almost Halloween and All Souls mm-hmm. Day. And Samhain and all that. And Samhain. And, and so, Bree, I love, I love uh, that you're in the spirit of this season right now. And would you like to share with the listeners who haven't met you? Bree and I are good friends. And also, um, we are also, I guess, colleagues in the spiritual world. <laughs> and uh, we've known each other for a long time. And Bree, I just love you so much. And you have so many gifts and traditions that you do and would you share with the listeners a little bit about your background sir sure, i'll start this from when i was a small child my mother made a crescent moon bar bed and then she had a fire pit and we had marble cracked marble all around the fire pit and it was real marble that my dad would get as a contractor and then she had one with the waterfall Think about this. So one had a tree and then a tree with all the flowers and everything around it. And nobody could really tell what this was. They thought it was just a pretty yard. And one day I was about nine years old and I said, I know what you're doing. And my mom said, well, how do you know what we're doing? I said, I just know there are fairies over there. <laughs> and she was going busted, you know, in a different way. Right. And right. But my mom was German, and she was born with all this. And so she goes, okay, it's time for you to start learning. And so the first thing was I had to learn to work with fairies and be connected to Mother Earth. So that's why this cup with the bear, I try to keep everything real earthy around me, even in my office, in my home, where, you know, you go into some houses and you see... Uh, it has to be perfect this way or that way. And mine has to be earthy, outside and in. So like my bedroom looks like a log cabin. And I live in 1907 home. And who put a log cabin bedroom in that kind of home, right? And so, but everything is real earthy. And I'm so connected with the earth and with our, our earth mother, you know. And and everything that she's given to us. And then be connected. Then after that, I had to learn to work with the animal kingdom. And so working with the animal kingdom, I had to earn respect from them. You just don't start working with them and say, okay, I'm going to work with the bears. Well, you need to earn the respect of the bears to work with them and honor them and why they're here. And every natural being that's on the planet you need to know, and I'm talking about the animal kingdom, you need to work with them. And so as a child, I started doing that. And then I started working with the fish and the whales and everything else. And it was like, okay. Then after years later, my mom says, okay, now you need to learn to work with the elements. Oh, wow. 
So I didn't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of water in me. And that was a tough one working with water, the earth, air, and, you know, and the wind. So that was all okay. But when it came to the water, it was a tough one to work with that element. And now I can work with it, work with it very easily. But here's what happens is I had to go down to Gaia and she met me on a path and took me down to the healing springs that were closed for many years. And they've been open now for five years now. And she put me in the water and all of a sudden I'm naked in this water, walking underneath into a crystal cave and then coming back out. And then she goes, now go back up and do your job. I'll go, okay, I'll go do my job, okay. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like, okay, okay. But so it made it easier to have the water inside of me. So now it's even more fun because some of the fire is gone now. And so now I'm balanced in all four areas, north, south, east, and west, and calling the four corners. And so my mom really taught me a lot of it. And honoring and ceremony. Oh my gosh, ceremony is so important that people don't even realize that. You know, I'm gonna get my little soapbox here, and I don't have a room with me. I could have brought a broom, by the way. <laughs> uh, I have several brooms. Um, you know, but that's that's one thing I want to talk about. When a broom starts getting no, use one for outside, one side for inside your house because of the energies. And then when that broom starts getting old. It uses energy up for you. It took, took everything out of your house. Get rid of that broom and get a new one. Hmm. I didn't know that. Seriously. Yeah, because um, I'm not going to use the same one I use in my basement or the same one I'm going to use outside in my kitchen. Yeah. And so when you use that, now there's a misconception on brooms, and I want to bring that out. When we sweep right to left, we're sweeping, right? with the broom. And I do have a, a traditional witch's broom. And so when you're sweeping with that broom, what do you actually think you're doing? Okay, is it, do you on that, Christina? Do you want me to answer? Uh-huh. Um, well, I've read that you're clearing the energy out. And you're making and, a path. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right to left, even outside, when you're sweeping, you want to go right to left to keep the negative, push that negativity away from you. I read somewhere that um, the women who they called, they were the healers, but they uh-huh. were called witches, you know, yes. in the old days, that they would make their brooms out of different protective um, wood and uh-huh. um they put iron on it because it kept negative spirits out yes. and that they would actually burn the tip and use it like a smudge, mm-hmm. a smudge stick. You know, the native Americans use the sage. A lot of us. Right. Right. Here well, in the my, West. My but, mom did exactly what you're talking about. You know, and, and they got a bad rap. <laughs> yeah, you know, All the past <laughs> life work I do, I wanted you on the show because you know what I love about you and your story is that your mom really embraced her ancient knowledge and wisdom mm-hmm. as a woman and she was okay having her fire pit and her crescent shaped flower garden and teaching her young daughter traditions of earth and animals and nature and elements in the spirit yeah, she realm. Was, she was very much so. There's one day she was yelling out, outside in the backyard for me. And she goes, I don't know how to catch it. The mother left it all by itself. Look what it is. It was a baby, a baby skunk. Oh. I said, okay, let me go see what I can do. I picked up the baby skunk just like this, right? He is, he is spray. He didn't do nothing. Or she. I found, I, my, our vet says she. You should have her, you know, be feel. No, I want leave her natural. I raised her for years. I hate the name of flowers, by the way. Aww. <laughs> uh, yeah, she lived for years with us walking around the yard. And she didn't mess with nobody. Wow. See, and, and that's... 
people don't realize that if you work with these animals and show them the love that you would show another human being, unconditional love, I call it love with no conditions. And when you don't have those conditions, they can open up. The animals do. People open up to who we truly are. The other thing I want to bring out is we weren't always known as witches. We were known as goddesses and high priestesses that just did magical work. So we're a spiritual magical being in a physical body. And our body's like thin like an abalone shell. That, that's how full we are of spiritual life. And the more you expand your truth in you, the more you expand in your beliefs and honor them. So a lot of people say we can only can do ceremony on the, the Sabbaths or we only can do it on solstice or the equinox. You can do ceremony anytime. If you feel it's needed, do it. So my husband asked me one day, why are you throwing the flowers out in the backyard that are these clip roses that he brought me, right? I said, what? He goes, why are you throwing them outside? I said, because they were already done blooming in the house, right? But not one petal would fall off. Every time he brings flowers, the petals will not fall off, but they'll die, right? And, and I said, because I'm giving back to Mother Earth. She needs them. So I will put crystals back in the earth because we've taken so much from her that we need to give back. And there has to be a balance between the two. And so you want to give back to her so if you take from her, you need to give back to her. So I, I love that, Brie. It's so true. Just even if it's plant, you know, I always plant trees and right. wildflowers for the bees and for the earth and, mm-hmm. you know, and just a little, just something little can give back so much. Right. Um, I planted some crystals that people would go, oh my God, you planted that. <laughs> That crystal, it was big, 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 big. Yes, you need to go back. When you get that feeling that you need to give back, give back. She's, we've taken so much. You know, I talked about something on one of my shows that what comes out of our mouths, she takes in. But we have to give back. And that one asked for forgiveness, and two, give back to her something. I don't care if it's a um, a little tiny pebble you find, you know, or a little tiny amethyst that, you know, um, like okay, how about you use this, right? I got lots of pendulums, right? It's like I, seriously, I got lots in here. Um, it's like why not give this back to her? What's it gonna hurt? You know, it's giving back something. You know, where everyone wants to hoard everything that she's given us. Or this gorgeous amethyst right here. You know, let's give back. So she can multiply this into many more for a later future of children in this new earth. And we have the shifting of consciousness and, and the earth shifting. So she can give more to others. We don't always have to take. So that's my soapbox for today. Well, why don't you tell us that was nice um, message, a reminder to us all. Why don't you tell us a little bit about some of, see, Bree has a very unique uh, point of view because she was raised where it was okay to, um, you know, create um a ritual for any reason, right? right. And right. and that you were raised in a, a different upbringing than most of us um, and um, have because we were never able to explore our ancient knowledge that maybe we were born with mm-hmm. um, because of religious upbringings. And you mm-hmm. were in a much different upbringing where it was very spiritual and very loving. And, you know, I think... Um, people don't realize, you know, all of this is in our DNA from our ancestors, but you were able to express it as a child and learn things from your mother 
And what are some things that you did with herbs or salts or oils? Oh, or, I, I oh. think the audience would love to, you know, get a glimpse into your little magical world that you were raised in. Oh, okay. Where we, what is that? Your secret? <laughs> so we got cinnamon sticks in here. I have everything in there. But in my kitchen, because I do have a true witch's kitchen, has all my herbs and herbs, excuse me, in my kitchen is a real kitchen, a witch's kitchen. And I have all my oils and everything. It's like, oh gosh, I feel like making an oil today. And I'll call upon um, my ancestors to help me to make an oil I might need. Mm -hmm. you know? And like, give an example. Like, if you, an oil for something. Like, what would you do? Okay, so, like, um, yesterday I had this feeling, nope, this oil is done that, you, that I've been using, like, lavender I'll use for a week, right? And so I go, okay, what do I, what, what do I supposed to do? Oh, so I'm going to take some, some uh, rose oil and some jasmine, okay? And then anything else? Nope, just mix them together, and they go in my diffusers right now, right? And it's like, okay. But then when I'm making ritual oils, then it, it's just, it, it just comes in. I can't, it's, it's hard. So it's can you, okay, mind. so see, <laughs> you come from such a, you would say ritual oil, ritual for what? For, uh, so let's say, I'm, or like what, what? Would you, like what, like, do you have a theme? That you, of course. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get to. Like, let's say, because see, we weren't raised in a house like that. <laughs> this is all natural. Oh, yeah, when I make a ritual oil. And we're like, wait, wait, back up, back up. Ritual for what? And explain, you can make a ritual for anything, right? Right. For even, oh. even if you're in the corporate world and you want to make a special oil to put on because you have to give a big presentation and you want to have confidence. Right. Is power, that kind of what power. you're talking about? Yeah. So if you want to make a power oil for yourself. Okay. Okay. Get some lavender, rose, whatever. Just any, just any oil. But make sure that they don't have, they're not broke down oil. So you want pure oils as much as possible. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you my master base, but I will tell you do not use jojoba oil because it breaks down. And you'll see that mostly in every um, essential oil. Oh, it's in, in a lot of blends. and Yeah, and so I don't use it. Um, you don't have to be into that, but it's All Souls Day. Day. The Catholics, you know, do the feast and All Souls Day, uh, All Hallows' Eve, honoring the ancestors, um, honoring the mm -hmm. earth, you so, know, the harvest. Right, so that's right. the spirit of the, the season. Moon. Yeah, that's why we're doing this show. Like, I have my little pumpkins, even. <laughs> so... What, what, what I'd really like to say right now is the veil is so thin right now. And our ancestors are coming through. You don't have to wait to Halloween to do this, the third verse, right? Because they're already coming through. Right. And this entire right month, here. until like November 2nd, it's mm -hmm. like the veil is very thin. And it's a good mm -hmm. time to give thanks okay. to your ancestors. Yes, because if it wasn't for them, I would not be who I am today. That's something I want to say. Um, you know, when I think about all the things she taught me and all the things I've learned over the years that was in my head, right? And these things would just start coming out as I got older and older and older, right? And, you know, it's like embrace them, use them. Don't be afraid of what other people will think. There's solitary practitioners, and then there's us that say, okay, this is what we are. And there's a lot of us that, you know, we've had past life regressions, and mm -hmm. we were healers or midwives or, um, you know, and we were, uh, we did magical. I mean, think of even before Christianity came, a lot of people did like the Celtic you know, if they, their okay. ancestors were like pagan. And so right. in our, in our DNA, we have that where they were honoring and it, it's, it's not all bad. Like the movies say, you know, no, very, no, no. it's more of it. I mean, sure. There's some of the bad 
groups out there, but the what I like to embrace is the honoring of the ancestors and to mm -hmm. honoring of Mother Earth. For it's all about when we have new growth and trying to plant and seed milk and honey in the ground still. Yes, it's the harvest right, right. before the winter and to really right. appreciate what the earth gives us. Mm -hmm. And replace it with milk and honey. She deserves that so much. Our ancestors bring so much to our lives. I think about different things that come in my head and I go, where did this come from? So there was a meditation I was in the other day and getting ready for the show. And all these ancestors of mine, some I recognized, some I didn't, they came forward. And I said, oh, we're so glad you're here. Let's talk. You know, don't be afraid to wear your cloak. <laughs> I love how you dressed up for the show. <laughs> you know what? I wear this I love in ceremony. It. This is what I wear. It's, 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 it's beautiful. And, you know, I wear it it's in, in reverence of, of my ancestors and who I am. It's not just for today. Well, it, it's beautiful. And you're so you magical. Are. What are, what's something that, um, you could tell the audience to do this season if they want to do their, I know they can make up their own little things, rituals to do, but do you have anything that you could tell them an idea in case they aren't real sure? Okay. Get some dirt it's from the earth. Make, and make kind of a round, um, if you don't have a round table, take some cardboard and cut it in a round circle. Okay. Put some earth on it, put rocks on it, put the water, the fire, you know, all the elements on it, right? Light your candles and thank Mother Earth and your ancestors for everything that you've been given. That's nice. You could decorate you. it. Any hey, could you add little pumpkins? <laughs> Yeah, you can add a pumpkin. Because I just love my little pumpkin spree. <laughs> I have so many of them. See, you don't have to look at them all. Oh, I didn't even bring them all. I have them all over the house because they are, like, for prosperity and right. also protection, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, they traditionally would carve a gourd and put a candle in it, right, on their doorstep. Right. And that for, would be protection. For protection. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. You can do it in your house or outside your house. However you want to do that. Right. If you have an apartment, you don't want to, you can do it in your door, you know, in your entryway or. And you need to get those little, those candles with the battery. Oh, right. That's safer. Still do that even. Like, and it yes. will not affect anything and keep the, especially the metal will keep negative things away. But um, the one thing I want people to understand that. You can label yourself anything you want, but we're all spiritual, magical beings in this body. Right. And so, no matter what, it doesn't matter what your label is or no, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you can honor the elements, the ancestors, the earth, mm -hmm. the plants, the animals, and still be very connected to Christ consciousness. Like some yes. people think that you have to be one or the other. No. And no, I, no. that's one thing that I love about you is you are so connected to Christ consciousness, but you yes. also embrace all of the other beautiful gifts of this reality that we have. Why would I, why would I not embrace everything I've been given? Right. You know, the thing about it is, is I, Everything that I believe in all comes from the creator and the mother of the earth. They work side by side or coincide together. There's no difference. As long as you do no harm. Right. No harm. No harm to others. And yeah, it's, then that, and that means like. Or the planet or the earth or the mm -hmm. air or the water. No, no. Or the animals or the children. Pick up trash, by the way. You want to see it in your yard, you can pick it up. You know, um, I live in the city, so there's always trash, right? It's real simple to bend over and pick it up. The other thing is, is when I'm saying no harm, I did a video on gossiping. Stop gossiping. You're hurting so many people that way. 
Now, yeah, that's what you can do. That's no harm. So, um, another thing that I was reading is that you can do any kind of intention this time of year. You know, mm-hmm. you can create your own little ceremony or ritual. Um, is that you can, and this goes along with what you were saying, Bree. Um, give love to an apple. Like mm-hmm. I'm giving love to the earth and my ancestors, and and mm-hmm. then bury the apple. Right. You know, and just and you know, just by your action with your intention. Mm-hmm. So is there any kind of protective things that you do? Uh, because, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, they are interested in that. They'd like to protect their home. So or- the one thing I do is um, I call in my guides and guardians always. You put cell night wall around your house. You can do all sorts of stuff, right? Or you can do the pumpkin effect, <laughs> which I love. The pumpkins. Your, the pumpkins. And, you know, I mean, you call in Pam. You can call a lot of the other beings that are there, out there, um, to help. You know, I have gargoyles. That so, right? So, <laughs> well, a lot of the churches. Doing? Wait, I got to say this, though. This is because I was raised Catholic. And um, although I'm not, I'm not considering, I'm not Catholic now, but, um, but they have gargoyles at churches. I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) You do, you do your research and your history. You know, we have an old church that's down the street from me. That's been here since the 1800s that has gargoyles on. (laughs) Yeah. So people think that's like weird or, oh, that's. Uh you know, against my religion. Uh, if you actually look, I'm a very avid student of history and I, and you do the research, you will be shocked at what some of the things that, um, spiritual people do and like Brie does that they actually do in, in, with churches and religion. So as we work with our ancestors, now they want to come through and say, Hey, can you remember us? So, like, Noxorana was my dragon from a long time ago. And she's like, oh, can you remember me? Do you remember me? Uh, and that happened a couple of years ago during this time. So, so for, yeah. okay, you know what I love about Brie for the audience is that. I can't stay on subject. No, no, Dr. <laughs> Brie, I just, you know, you're such a good friend of mine. You know, um. The reason I'm bringing this up is because Brie works with all kinds of spirits, obviously, right? Uh-huh. She's go, she's telling us, and I don't, <laughs> but we can still be friends, right. right? We You don't have to have the same path and still yeah. be friends and because we accept each other for who we are. And so, you know, I'm always on the soapbox myself with Wellpoint Hypnosis Method when we're doing our hypnosis, not to bring in outside spirits. But Bree does work with spirits all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what she does. So we don't have to do the same things to be in oneness with each other. And I think that's right. a, that right. unity consciousness. I think that's a really mm-hmm. important message because so many people are divided by belief systems. Right. And we can (laughs) see all of her healing energies coming out. She's been talking about all of her spirits. But but I really want to bring this point up, Brie, because so many people are divided right now. And they're divided on belief systems. Why? Why can't it be okay for me to be best pals with Brie, who works with all these different energies and spirits and does all of her different mystical work and her healing modality is totally different than the work I do with my WellPoint hypnosis method. And we both honor and respect each other's sovereignty. And I respect Bree's Bree's path. She Mm -hmm. respects my path. And we can be friends. And so, and so many people are like, oh my gosh, you believe in this and I don't, and I can't be friends with you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, actually I'm such a sovereign being in my own empowerment Mm -hmm. that I can have many friends of many different belief systems 
And I'm not, I, I can love them and respect them and not judge them. And do you know what I'm saying, Brie? I do. Because we have that friendship. Mm -hmm. And I, I wish more people would be open and not divided. Yeah, I don't believe in dividing anything. And we don't have a right to judge anybody, including ourselves. So when you get to that point where you release judgment completely. Yes. And not even judge yourself because I'm five foot and a little chubby and not you're five one, whatever, right? But the thing is, you never know what all you see me today looking like quote a witch, right? That's a word that was was put on us. But I am one. But I'm also a goddess. And I'm also much higher than that, you know. And so, you know, we're But the labels. I think the it's, labels it's a label. Like, but then I also work with the Galactics for the breath of life that they gave me to teach people. So well but we're multidimensional so, beings. And so right. you can work and you're, you're embodying the fact that you can work with your ancestors. You can embrace being a witch um, with your herbs and your rituals and your oils and your healing. And then you can also be connected with Lemuria and Galactics and past lives and ancestors and all these different, the earth, the elements. Mm -hmm. and, and I love that message that you give. And um, that's part of the reason I, why I wanted to do this show is because so many people are like, oh, hypnosis. I don't believe in that. That's bad, you know, and they judge it and they don't even understand there's so much more or, or they judge like if just the word, which, okay. I know the, the history of the tall hat and the, they were, the women made beer and they had to have the tall hats in the pubs so people could find the beer. So they would go in the old days and look for the tall hat Mm -hmm. So they know where they could buy their beer or whatever they called it back then. It was something else. Ale. And, <laughs> ale, yeah. And then the men, I'm not picking on the men because there's divine, masculine, powerful, wonderful men. But the guys back in the day who wanted to, to uh, get rid of the women and they wanted to take over the liquor business, the beer brewing, ale brewing business, they got – they – uh, villain, you know, made them the villains and they killed them. And they, mm -hmm. you know, the, the women with the tall hats that sold the, the ale, they put their broom on the front porch when you would know they had a fresh batch or brew, which right, is brew, right, right, right? right? And they have a fresh batch of ale and they put the broom on the porch, the broom, the hat, the, you know, and so, so much in history unfortunately has been corrupted and given labels. You know, I want to say something. And if you go back to the Avalon times, I'm going to take myself back there because I know my lifetime back there. They were supposed to take the old religion, the new religion, and combine it together as one. Well, the men that were running the, quote, Christianity, Catholic, whatever you want to call it, right? It didn't happen that way. So Lady Vivian, and yes, that was her name, the Lady of the Lake of Avalon. She wasn't in waters. She was a high priestess of Avalon. You know, she had to walk away and say, okay, I can't be a part of this. You know, the movies depict her so different than what she was. And she was a strong woman. And that's where some of my memories come from about how to hang the herbs properly and let them dry. I didn't read that book. And so the reason I'm saying this is because when they wrote the Bible, King James got a hold of the Bible and twisted it completely around. But you know what's really nice? Is one of my teachers was a nun. A spiritual teacher, spiritual, like me, right? Was a nun in the Vatican. And she was like me, and she thought... Her parents thought she was nuts and put her in, in the bat in, as a nun, right? And she was psychic and had all these abilities and everything like I have, right? So what happened was, is they trust her so much to send her to Italy to watch over the ball. Here's the thing. 
is everything I'm talking about is in the Vatican. And it's going to come to light really soon. Everything we have believed in is going to come out. So if you go back to if you go back to um, Lemuria, and we have the, the Alexander Library. You go back to the Alexander Library. They burned it seven times because they're afraid of the God's book, book of the goddesses, the true book, was going to be found. All of this stuff about us in our past lives is going to come tumbling down soon, and everybody's going to know the truth. You are really connected to your past lives, Brie, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, and then it probably helped you a lot that your mom raised you mom in a spiritually sent, a, open um, yes. childhood where you could honor the plants and the animals and learn how to work with the elements. And, and it was funny because the way she tried to punish us, punish me, right? Um, go, go weed the garden, you know, the flower beds, right? <laughs> no problem. I'll go weed and play with the berries. <laughs> it's such a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, you know, I'm connected that way. And I, I wish others could be that connected. And there are a lot of people like me that are connected this way. There's a lot and they're afraid to come out. Okay. I know. And that's, that's part of the reason we're doing this show because you, you're, you really embrace your childhood and you were raised in a household where it's okay to honor traditions and ancestral mm-hmm rituals and and um you know work with the elements and the earth and the herbs Mm -hmm. and the oils so you were you came from a much different child you know upbringing than the rest of us did and that and that's sad you're very open as an adult and where a lot Mm -hmm. of women might do all kinds of um ritual work and and work with the um alternative health work you know and right um, but they're afraid to come out because of maybe past lives or what their friends would think or, you know, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? A lot of people no, I know are afraid to. Okay. But see, I know you, I know that you are all about love frequency. You would not mm-hmm. hurt a fly No, that no, you're all about flies. love and mm-hmm. healing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's most of the women that I know that had past lives as witches or healers or whatever, or that are currently like you that, you know, work with a lot of the things that you work with now in this life. It's all about love and healing. That's it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not anything, you know, and, um, and protection of the animals and the children and the, the environment and, you know, the elements. Right. You know, so, and I wish more people would understand that being who they truly are, the truck self, and not be afraid to bring it out. I thought, oh, my husband's not going to understand me for years. But, you know, I thought he was going to not understand. And then my husband woke up. And his um, part of him came alive. And he started seeing things on people. Well, you never know. You know, with mm-hmm. you... Being so comfortable um, with your your talents, your abilities, your gifts, that you know you you make it okay for others around you to be who they truly are. Mm-hmm. And the more people that can be okay with it and say, you know, I I uh, buried an apple in honor of my ancestors and sent this mm-hmm. loving, or they take their kids out and they do something like that. Right? right. And then they say, okay, kids, let's, let's honor great grandma and grandpa who just died. And, and, you know, this is a time of really, this is the most sacred time of the year mm-hmm. for the Samhain for the witches. Like, right. And right. when, and, so, and, so, so I will a, be, I will be definitely, and I hope everybody will be definitely burying something for their ancestors. I have a special piece of jewelry that I'm going to be burying for them. You know, um, I was out to dinner years, a few years ago. This research work Ted and I were doing with Gaia TV. And there was mm-hmm. people from all over the world with us. We were at this mm-hmm. dinner. And this guy from who, he was um, Hindu. He was Indian. 
and mm-hmm. he put a little plate and put his food, put a little portion of food on his plate, and he took some wine and sprinkled it on this little teeny plate, like a mm-hmm. bread plate. And then we're eating, and I said, can I ask, why did you do that? And he said, I'm honoring my ancestors. I do mm-hmm. it every meal. And I and I said, oh, cool. That's so cool that you do that. And I said, wait, why would you sprinkle the wine? I'm thinking there's a spiritual significance for that. And uh-huh. he said, my ancestors like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine do that. My my. So, and my so a lot of traditions honor mm-hmm. the ancestors, the Native Americans. That you know, it doesn't have to be. Um, even you know, All Souls Day, All Saints right. Day. So, so even we I'm, bash the Catholics, but even the Catholics honor the ancestors this right. time of year. What mm-hmm. does that tell you? Look at if witches were so bad honoring ancestors. Right. Why would the Catholic Church? I'm not talking about the Catholic people because they're my friends and family. Right. Okay. But I'm talking church. about the well, I'm talking about the the church. Right. Um. Why would the church honor All Saints Day and have all you know all they do have a feast and all of that the same time the witches do if the witches were so bad? You know. That that see that's where I'm my, my historical here, so I and I don't want to so. you know I really I have friends and family that are Catholic. Yeah, we're not bashing um, the Catholic. It, no, just, not I'm, the people at no. all. Right, and now here's the thing. Um, so outside of the religion thing, uh, I know that there's some other things that you can do, like cinnamon. Bree brought mm-hmm. that up. Mm-hmm. We talk a little bit about some of the herbs and like, isn't cinnamon protective or? Yes, it's very protective. Um, I cannot have enough of this. Oh, even cinnamon sticks. Even if you put them, like I take one of these and put them in my tea. That's what I'm drinking out of here right now, tea. And I put it in there with a flavored tea that, that I can handle, right? So these aren't treated. These are raw cinnamon sticks in here. Let me pull one out real quick. And you put that in there. It is a form of protection. So you're putting your body where no entities or anything that you don't want in your body can, will stay out. So they sell cinnamon. Do they sell this time of year? I always buy the cinnamon pine cones and the cinnamon brooms because it smells so good, and I put them all wow. over my house. Yep, that's the best thing you can be doing. But is that interesting that even the grocery stores sell cinnamon this time mm-hmm. of year? And yes, it's a fall scent and flavor traditionally. But right. where does that come from? If the Isn't veil is thinned and there's all these spirits right now, right? right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably coming. from the tradition of mm-hmm. when the women, the healers, were protecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. So I was a healer, but my mom didn't call it witch. She called it goddess light. Goddess light. That's what she uh, called it. That's what she called it, and she was very right. Because yeah, it's goddesses before we were known as and high priestesses. So if you go back to the Avalon time. Do the same thing, right? Right. Was exactly what we're doing. Talk about now. We do the same thing on Avalon and before. Well, it's kind of like uh, I, I almost feel like the women who were really powerful back in those days and goddess mm-hmm. healer, high priestess, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. midwives, brew beers, <laughs> the ones that made the ale, <laughs> but um. But that um, it was kind of a branding issue, <laughs> my was, marketing background, a, because it was like a misrepresentation of them, and they got a bad rap. Um, and mm-hmm. the whole thing where people assume witches are, you know, devil worshippers and all that. Hey, no, there's no, bad no, in no. everything. There's bad attorneys. There's bad everything. Mm-hmm. There's bad mm-hmm. teachers. There's, I'm gonna, there's I'm the gonna, good. And, right. and they were trying to take what was good and corrupt it by giving it a bad name well and when you talk to you know i have a lot of friends who Mm -hmm. work in that area even though i don't and they are so no harm to others it is like that is so important and so 
and that is only love when you I will, have the original when you live old, that life right no so heart. I have the old the original old Wiccan read and the very first thing it says no harm to a nun and if you harm another person it's not just seven times seven it's like seven times the rest of your life Mm-hmm. And they believe in that, like karma mm-hmm. or whatever, and they probably call it something else. But yeah, it's um, not, because karma is done, but you still can have different things happen to you if you're not careful. Well, I think what you put out, you know, you don't want to put. Um, you have to be conscious of your words and your thoughts mm-hmm. and your actions, your deeds, and just you know try to be a loving, no harm you know person right in every little action there's a reaction right so the one right and there's an action to reaction is exactly right there's always a consequence and i don't want those consequences anymore well and i think a lot of women who are embracing the traditions and the sacred ceremonies and they're they're really connecting into their true soul self they're remembering their ancestors Mm -hmm. they're remembering who they were and Mm -hmm. that they were maybe vilified in a past life unfairly yeah a lot of women won't wear turtlenecks that i'm friends with (laughs) yeah now you know why huh they might not even know why they can't stand them you know Mm -hmm. for a long time as a child my mom would try to put turtleneck on me i didn't know why and finally she goes i give up you know, but right now we're talking about ancestors. And the one thing I want to talk about is make sure from today to the second and the third of November, work with your ancestors, talk to them, let them know how much they're loved. And they're watching and guiding you every day. You may not see them or feel them, but they're there every day. And they love us so much yes. just because they're in the spirit realm now. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about a few generations back, the hardships they had to go through just to keep the bloodline going, just to keep us alive so we could be mm-hmm. here today. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, just to stay alive and have children and grandchildren and to keep that going our ancestors sacrificed so much for them and it is the time that we can give even writing a letter to our our father who passed away a love letter i love you dad thanks for all the things that you did for Mm -hmm. me that i couldn't tell you when you were in person and then um can't you like fold that up and do you would you burn that to send it to spirit or would you So you can do, there's a couple of different things you can do. One, burn it and send it to the spirit. Two, take it to his gravesite and burn it. That's even a stronger connection. Even though this is his host body in the grave, right? But there's a stronger connection right there. Write that letter and let them know how much they love. You know, I just thought of something while we were talking about the ancestors and things we can do. And I'm going to do this with my kids. What about making some of your ancestors' favorite recipes? Yes. Family recipes. Mm -hmm. And that would be a nice honoring. And have a dinner, like your own little family dinner, Mm -hmm. um, honoring your ancestors and telling the stories that you remember of your grandmother's cookies or whatever they may be. That would be kind of a neat it is, and it it's is. honoring her and the rest of my ancestors. So I'm honoring both sides of the family. Yeah, that's that's. Um, now my oh, dad I, was the, my dad was the ale man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to think about this because there's some, um, you know, historical Italian recipes that mm-hmm. I don't usually make on a regular basis, but to make to honor my ancestors and to teach my kids right. so i think we it forget is. you know a lot of us women have mm-hmm. spiritually awakenings in our 30s 40s 50s 60s whatever okay and it's really cool we go to all these classes and we learn all these cool things but we never share it with the family because you know you think oh 
well, why not share an ancestral honoring meal with your family? Right, right. That would be beautiful. Yeah. So think back in your own families for the listeners on what, Mm -hmm. you know, pastimes or, um, you know, maybe every Thanksgiving, you know, when you went to your grandmother's house, they Mm -hmm. did some kind of game. You played a card game or something and and that tradition was lost and maybe have just an an ancestral dinner party. And so I just think that's the coolest thing. I'm going to do it and Brie... Um, I'm honored to have you on the show. So thank thank you so much. And could you give your contact information one last time um, to the audience? The phone number that they can call is 253-242-6003. Or you can just reach me at www.drbreegibbs.com. And go to my website. You can look it all over. And I think the story of my mom is still up there. Oh, that's great. So if you I want think, more information. I, I remember but it was up there for a long time. But so, but get a hold of me. If you just want to look, have a couple questions answered, it doesn't cost enough to answer a question real quick. You know, or talk on the phone for 15 minutes. I mean, I, I'm, I'm the type that will talk to you for a little bit, about 15 minutes. Don't take advantage of it. But I will explain some things. And I do teach classes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Brie. It's been a pleasure. And Dr. Brie Gibbs, you're an amazing spiritual being and a gift to so many of us um, knowing you. And thank you so much to BBS Radio. You guys rock. We love you guys. And to the listening audience and the viewers out there, without you, none of this is possible. So love and gratitude to all of you and hope you have a blessed uh, fall ancestral season. And (laughs) until next time, have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond Mind Radio. Join your host, Christina Winslow, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on BBS Radio. Listen live or listen later. Subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, or SoundCloud. Together, we will reach beyond the limits of our mind.